If you're a fan of classic movies or just like to hear people gabbing about them, then maybe you should listen to the 430 movie wherever you listen to podcasts brought to you by the producers of Inglorious Trexperts. Uh, this is not Bill Shatner, but if you like the 430 movie, you'll love Inglorious Trexperts, available wherever you listen to the 430 movie. You might even find out what God needs with a starship. It's the podcast for Star Trek fans with a life. Hello and welcome to Best Movies Never Made. I am your co-host Josh Miller and with me as always is... Steven Scarlatta. We are here to tell you about some interesting and infamous movies that never got made. And today, our subject we're pretty excited about, it is Jurassic Park 4, written by John Sayles. Um, And a little context on John Sayles for those who are not familiar with him. He is one of the many filmmakers who came up through the Roger Corman school. He uh, started out writing Piranha the Howling Alligator, before moving on to a actually pretty serious filmmaking career, <laughs> mm-hmm. doing movies like Lone Star, uh, Brother from Another Planet, um, and then somehow got sucked back into doing this movie. And today, we're also bringing on some good buddies of ours and cool guests, Mr. Jonah Ray and Brian Collins. Hello. Hello. I'm Jonah. I'm Brian. Uh, you Just may... so they know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You may know Jonah from other podcasts he's done. Would you say that you are a podcast pioneer? No, no, because uh, people like uh, Jimmy Pardo uh, would get mad at me if I said yeah. I was a podcast pioneer. <laughs> or Marin would probably text me and go, oh, you think you're original? Well, I feel that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and now, Jonah, you can be seen most recently as he is the newest host of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yes. And Brian uh, writes for Birth Movies Death and also wrote a really excellent book called uh, Horror Movie a Day, the book? book. Is that, yes. (laughs) We spent a lot of time on the title. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, let's just dig right in, you guys. Let's, uh, I think we're probably all roughly the same age. I don't know how you guys felt. For me, the first Jurassic Park was like, that's what older kids would talk about the first Star Wars movie. Mm -hmm. I was not alive when the first Star Wars movie came out. That was like the first movie that I felt like really ripped open me and my friends' minds and we like couldn't stop talking about it. Yeah, it was I think like it was so fantastical yet real yeah. seeming. Uh also I, I I grew up in Hawaii and so we heard about the movie being made a bunch. Like Which uh, island did it shoot on? Uh, a, a little bit in Oahu, uh but that big helicopter shot uh like the famous one kind of coming into the valley, that's Kauai. Uh, which island did you live on? I lived on Oahu. Okay. Uh, yeah, but uh, a lot of other places. Yeah. Oahu, but uh, yeah, like a Kulo Ranch, they did some stuff there. And uh, but yeah, so it's like so that like that and Waterworld. We would always hear about movies being shot before you know they they were really officially announced or anything like oh, that. Oh yeah, I remember when they were shooting Jingle All the Way in Minneapolis. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> How about you, Brian? Yeah, I remember. What I remember most is that it was such an event that I got to see it on a school night. Like, my mom was, like, okay with, like, like I mean, she important. took me and my sister, but, yeah, we didn't have to wait for the weekend. We got to see it on a Tuesday or whatever, and that was, like, I get to go to school tomorrow and talk about a movie if I'm not too tired. <laughs> yeah. I, hope I'm, I, hope, I hope I get enough sleep, you know, staying out till <laughs> nine or whatever, you know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just, 
it's the way. I mean, there wasn't really anything like it since, like since even like there hasn't been anything that just like monopolized an entire summer the way that I mean, even like the Avengers or whatever, they kind of fade out and get replaced with another big blockbuster. Now there's so everything's you know? kind of a but, blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. So. but I don't think I, I think that's less of a uh, about the movies themselves and more about just the culture having to cycle through yeah. things so fast. We well, you. Didn't get that many nerdy movies that were that big. Now every big yeah. movie is yeah. a nerdy mm-hmm. movie. And it yeah. took a year to come to VHS. I remember that a lot. Yeah, Jurassic remember Park. It took a year for a movie to come out to VHS. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of like how Batman played the whole summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it played from like June into October. Same thing with like Jurassic Park. And now, like he said, you know, it's like two months and it's gone. Yeah. And, well, I remember, like when Austin Powers, I remember, was in theaters for almost a year. Like, uh, like it was just one of those things where I remember no one was talking about it and then like people started talking about it and then it was just, and then it just kept on doing yeah. that. It was just in theaters forever. Like a movie like that, if that came out, it'd be, it'd, it'd be on VOD. And yeah. then everybody owned it because it came free with your DVD player <laughs> if you bought it at Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> Along with Lethal Weapon 4 yep. and Lost in, in Space. space. Yep. 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 But I mean, yeah, actually, remember, like, I feel in newspaper ads, they used to, like, brag about how many weeks the movie had been in the theater. Because yeah. I remember Crocodile Dundee was, like, when it was out so long that it was in Christmas, they readed the posters, and now he was wearing, like, a Santa oh, hat yeah. and stupid oh, yeah, stuff you're like right. that. That's right. Well, that's um, right. Or American Ninja was like third smash week, I remember, on the ad. <laughs> I was like, no way. <laughs> the movie's giant hit. Naturally, naturally, they were going to do sequels. Uh, how did yes. you guys feel about those sequels? Jurassic Park 2 was just on TV the other day, and I watched some of it. Uh, Me and too. It, <laughs> and it's, it's, uh, I did, like, the only thing I really remembered uh, about it was the uh, the Godzilla reference shot where the T-Rex is going through the city. Oh, and yeah. And they do that uh, upper uh, side angle of, like, Japanese businessmen running away. And I remember seeing it even as a kid going, like, I don't know if that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, even just the other day, I was, like, I was like, I can't tell if that's an, like, an homage to, yeah. like, Godzilla monster. <laughs> movies or if it's just kind of racist i wasn't sure <laughs> it's uh that that mi- that murky middle ground yeah. <laughs> just makes you feel weird watching it <laughs> i just remember going on opening night and thinking it was awesome and being like oh yeah like just as good as the original and i watched it again home like what was i thinking like, that's <laughs> yeah. not, i mean the, the bus sequence the, the the trailer sequence i think is really good yeah, you know, the trailers going over the cliff and stuff. Oh, that's yeah, that was the best part. Uh, yeah. I remember walking out of the theater and being like, "That's like that yeah. was great." But after mm-hmm. that, it just well, it feels like a because I remember it was a big deal at the time because uh, Michael Crichton was like writing the book at the same time they were making the movie, so they're unrelated. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the, the book is they're very both different. just like all right and go. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember I read the book and the book wasn't that good, and no. I saw the movie and it's like it seemed like it was just they came up. With like a bunch of ideas for set pieces, and then yeah, sort of a horror sequel, or yeah. like it's yeah. like it's like well, we got the we got the playground. Let's just see what kind of uh, you know set pieces we can make within it. And Steve, mm-hmm. do you know? I, I would, it's one of those things I don't know if it's true. I'd always heard that Spielberg had been planning to do a trilogy, and then kind of early in the pre-production on two, he decided he didn't really want to do a third one, <laughs> and the third one was going to be about the dinosaurs making it to the mainland. Mm. So he's like, let's just have like the T-Rex get to the mainland just, at the end. Yeah, because I remember when I that finally happened to lose in the movie, that to I was somebody like, else. I yeah. want to do that. I was like, yeah. why didn't this happen a half hour into the movie? Yeah, yeah. Rather than just kind of the same movie again. Yeah, it's like one of those movies that has like a fourth act, like you're already. Just kind of watching the sequel. It's like, I just want to go home now. (laughs) During that weird phase of Vince Vaughn's career where like he was the Hollywood it boy, but nobody quite knew 
yeah, what, what to, to do, do with him. Yeah. I love it. They introduce him as he's just like, uh, Hammond sent a secret weapon. Me, but I'm like, and then, he doesn't, and then he's not even in the climax. They don't even bring him along. Yeah. And they go to San Diego. I'm like, hey, we're good, buddy. Uh, and I don't know about you guys. Like, I ultimately found two pretty disappointing, which allowed me to find three kind of enjoyable because it was just such a B movie. Like, I don't it, even think I could really remember what happened in three. Does it start with the them in the ocean? People like, uh, or is that? It's two? like tourists on oh. the beach, and yeah. a little yeah. girl gets attacked by like little tiny. No, dinosaurs. that's two. That's two. That's, That's two. two. Two is the one with the beach. See? Three is the one. The windsurfing. Yeah, the windsurfing the wind surfing on the same That's island. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. The kid gets and lost. The kid there. gets lost. Yeah. No, you're right. His, the little it's girl. Like his that's part two. Or something that, or whatever it was. Yeah. Because the yeah. parents were divorced or separated yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible they dad's weekend. Love again by going. It's Taylorone, right? They trick. Yeah, they trick Alan Grant to take them to the island. I was very disappointed in that movie. I thought it should just. They should have just leaned into the ridiculousness, and I wanted the little like kid who got lost there to have become feral and yeah, was like yeah. riding dinosaurs <laughs> yeah, he's like chilling stuff. in a tree like he made like a little hut and he's just hanging out <laughs> well the main thing that introduced then that's going to kind of lead us into four is that was the one where they kind of kept expanding on like i guess you could call it the raptor mythology because mm-hmm. that was the one where we were like oh they know they have a language and grant kind <laughs> of understands it because at the end, he basically takes a raptor skull and blows into it like a duck yeah, call. Like a trachea. Yeah, trachea. And he's like talking to the other raptors. Yeah, the movie had no conclusion. <laughs> like Lost World had two, so they figured three didn't need one at all. So like the ending of the movie is literally Sam Neill just going like, and then like the, the raptors just leave, and then they just like some dudes show up and like, all right, let's go. I'm like, huh? And I guess they tee it up a little for the sequel because basically the exact same ending as the first one, where they're flying away and they yeah. see like pterosaurs oh, yeah, yeah, flying. Yeah. But now this time they're like, where they're go- where are they going? I guess they're looking for a new home. Yeah, and it's like, mm, like what? Because okay. the island's busted. It's not. The island's <laughs> yeah. fine. They don't need much more. I remember like uh, I can't remember if it was for Dress Park one or two, but like uh, there was a joke uh, in the critic, the cartoon, where it's like they're like it's like oh the the raptors are real smart and like it's okay that the door's locked they can never do that and then like they shimmy like the key out of the door and it lands on a newspaper and then they bring it in and then he walks in smoking a pipe. Um, wait till they read this version. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, and so. Steve, you want to kind of tee us up then on because I think they started they thought three was going to be a big hit it was not mm. but. As, was it still like a hit though? I think so. Yeah, like, like, still yeah, did well. By well. the way, yeah, not, I just did bar a, trivia last night, it, and one of the th- categories was we had to list, try to figure out what the ten highest-grossing domestic movies of the year were. Uh, and I remember thinking, like, is Solo on there? And all my team was like, No, that movie was a bomb. Guess what? It's on. on there. Yeah. <laughs> it made a crap ton of money, sure. just not as much as Disney yeah, yeah, wanted. Yeah. Just going back Star to you at Waterworld, everyone yeah. thought it was a bomb, but it actually did make money. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like. You know, Cutthroat Island. Yes, that was the, that was a bomb, right? Yeah, that, that was, was a bomb. bomb. That kind of tanked uh, Gene Davis's career for a bit, right? A little bit. Yeah, definitely yeah. tanked Rennie Harlan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, unfortunately, but it wasn't his fault. <laughs> well. That's a whole other story. Well, <laughs> yeah. he, he was on uh, Long Kiss Goodnight while they were trying to cast it, and they were forcing Michael Michael Douglas wanted to take a couple of months off after disclosure, and they wouldn't let him, so he quit. Then it took him like six months to cast Matthew Modine in his place. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> yeah, so while he was away shooting a, another movie, they kind of messed up, so he oh. came back to that mess. All because of the so, emotional stress of yeah. making disclosure, <laughs> yeah. apparently. That VR <laughs> sequence, man. Yeah, digital basic instinct, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. File cabinets. Yeah. Digital file cabinets. Wait, 
wave of the future. It's, uh, yeah, it's sexual harassment meets lawnmower man. Johnny Erotic. Because of Jurassic Park, they were just literally turning every Crichton novel yeah. into a movie for yeah. a while. So we got Rising Sun, we got Sphere, we got Congo. Sun. Man, I remember being a kid and being like, like I want, I wanted so much to be smart, and I wasn't. I wasn't like good at reading. Uh, I like, it, but I wanted. So Jurassic Park was coming out. And I remember like going and getting the Michael Crichton book, Jurassic Park, and just like I was like, this is like a textbook, <laughs> just like pages of just numbers and where are the pictures? And, like it's like I was totally. It made me feel so dumb. I mean, have you ever read Eaters of the Dead, which they turned into the Thirteenth Warrior? Warrior? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That literally has footnotes, yeah. really, because oh, wow. it's supposed to be like yeah, nonfiction. Almost, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like it's like wow, you're really leaning into this <laughs> gimmick and learning things that aren't true though. Because this book's fake, so uh, that's that's a trip too. That one, because that one had the original cut was like two hours, and then they cut out thirty minutes, and they changed the score and they changed the title. Jeez. So I'd love to see the original cut because next time you watch it, pay close attention. The movie moves really fast because yeah. they just cut so much Sucking out of the it. life wow. out of it. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, so <laughs> point being, during Jurassic Park three, when they thought it was gonna do gangbusters, uh, they started work on Jurassic Park four, and. The Quattro. Not to, (laughs) spoiler alert, they didn't make Jurassic Park 4, and eventually they made Jurassic World, and a lot was happening in between. And today we're going to be talking about John Sayles' script, which is kind of like a weird between point. There's a lot in it that you can see led to both Jurassic World 1 and 2 of ideas they recycled. But yeah, Steve, why don't you catch us up to date? Wow, it's actually quite a bit. Like, so when... (laughs) The, the before Jurassic yeah. Park 3 even came out, like May 2001, they already announced Jurassic Park 4. And so then 2003, they hired uh, William Monaghan, who was writing Kingdom of Heaven, to come on. And then by February 2003, um, it, they kind of said that the movie was going to reunite Jeff Goldblum and Sam Neill. And it's going to be about <laughs> giant lizards on the island. And, I mean, uh, it involves, um, it was to reunite Jeff Goldblum and Sam Neill, and... There were two guys in an ensemble, like, I don't, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't see the Finally together, yeah. yeah. Well, then so, Keira Knightley like, was buddy cop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, 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 no one believed them what happened in the first film, but all of a sudden in Costa Rica, all these weird identifying, un- unidentified beasts were appearing, and that was going to be the storyline <laughs> at that point. And then 2003, as Josh was saying, Keira Knightley was brought on board to play the granddaughter of... Well, I like this. I'm going to read this quote because this shows like how murky it is when you're kind of, when clearly Spielberg saw Bennett Lake Beckham and was like, I like you, kid. Uh, But she's like, it was so amazing because I've been a big fan of the original film for years. Steve said he liked my work in Bennett Lake Beckham and wanted to meet me. I think Sam Neill really pushed for me as well because we worked together before on Dr. Zhivago, which I guess they remade? That was like a TV TV thing or something? (laughs) Miniseries maybe? Very young. Uh, (laughs) But this is the part, like, there were actually two roles in Jurassic Park 4 that Steven thought I might fit. The first was the granddaughter part. The other was substantially larger, and I won't go into any details in case I make Steve angry. But I guess he was just like, I'm just going to shove you in there yeah. somewhere. <laughs> uh, but that didn't happen. And then, yeah, then we get to the John Sayles version. And I guess maybe let's just jump right into that, and then we can yeah. kind of recap what became of it afterwards. 
But uh, so Jonah has not read the script. I've not. Brian has. Yeah. I cited uh, that I wanted to come in fresh to be able to like experience it with the listener. Yeah, but yeah. But in reality, it's because I'm lazy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want to read a long script. <laughs> well, you missed out until <laughs> now. Those are not good at reading because we're gonna just tell you everything that happened in the movie. Perfect. Um. Let's see. So this begins actually pretty excellent opening scene, yeah. I think. That's kind of like it's very Spielbergian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and that it begins Spielbergian. The Spielbergian, that's just another way of saying uh suburban, right? Yes. Yeah. Suburban <laughs> suburban or eighties. Yes. <laughs> uh it takes place in the suburbs, surprise, surprise, at a little league baseball game. Um, that you know, it's going through all the beats of like, oh, there's the kid who can't catch stuff, and there's like two different parents yeah. on opposing teams who are like too into it, and they're kind of meanwhile cutting around. There's like a pug dog on a leash <laughs> staked in the parking lot. There's a guy nearby grilling steaks, and then I guess as you imagine, kids are like, I think a ball even goes up in the air. And a pterosaur swings by and yep. eats the ball. Yep. Pretty mm. excellent. Nice. And then a pterosaur eats the guy's grillings. His steak gets bitten. <laughs> then, and then a dog gets eaten, too. Now, <laughs> when the pterosaur comes in and gets the uh, the ball that's been hit, does it take it over? Uh, does it make it a home run or a foul ball? <laughs> no. That would have been pretty great, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they do work in a kid running... And he actually has to round the bases, like for whatever reason. Like he's running and he runs toward third, and then the dinosaur comes like yes. turn, and he heads toward home, and then his dad is still egging him on. Like well, the- he's like, "Come on, slide, slide." <laughs> and the kid who sucks and like can't catch yeah. stuff then has to like save the other kid who's yeah. being carried away yeah, he can't by catch, a pterosaur. But he catches the dinosaur. Like he he jumps up and yeah. he, oh, he catches wow. the dinosaur to stop him. From and his dad's like, "You did it." I could totally see it opening the new movie. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that, it would have been so know, fun because it's it's also it's like an eight page sprawling sequence. Yeah. It's it's. Pretty, it it's a phenomenal opening, and it would have bought them a lot of leeway too. Like you know, what I mean? like a great opening like that, you can deal with twenty minutes of talking after because you're still on that buzz. Yeah. But I mean, you'll get into it, but definitely. they go right into another action sequence after that. Which this is feels. Weird. Was there any descriptor of a shot where it's the the baseball diamond and then the shadow of the pterosaur going over? It seems like that would be something yes. they would do. Okay, mm-hmm. just checking. It seems like I think we learned that there's something's going on because before. of a shadow yeah. flying yeah, over. Yeah, the shot. There is definitely a when shadow. When the dog kind of before it gets stadium, eaten like. out in the parking lot, I think is like initially like initially it's like barking constantly yeah. at everything, oh, and, and then, then all of a sudden it's like. And then, like, starts hiding. But, which how the dog, dog gets eaten in part two. That's yeah. what I thought was interesting, that they were just, like, doubling down on <laughs> dog <laughs> eating. Dogs. How are we going to make it so people fear these bloodthirsty beasts? Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, but then we never see any of those characters again. Nope. Mm. Um, and then we kind of move in to... So, basically, what's happened in between... This movie's weird in the sense that it almost has a little bit of the feeling of the new Halloween, where it's like it erased the other sequels. But I don't okay. think it... Did. No, because like, well, I mean, I guess we'll get into it later. The, the, yeah, yeah. The, the Barbasol can. Does That's not what make I sense. just mean that like it doesn't seem to really be referencing anything oh, no. that happened. Yeah, it's like or the three. general idea is that now we kind of know about dinosaurs, which yeah, I like, guess would mean because unlike, the weird thing about three is that it seems that people are still like treating him as a joke or whatever. Yeah. Like they don't believe you know, it, but even though like, which seem to be even what though San Diego's about. been destroyed, hmm. or at least partially. Well, in that alternate script. 
It was like the idea that nobody believes them. Yeah. Uh, this, everybody believes them. It's yeah. on, because the yeah. pterosaur thing, it's rather than being like, oh my God, what happened? It's like another one of those <laughs> yeah. pesky dinosaur attacks. I like that. I mean, there, it would be neat if like all of a sudden there was something in the food chain above us yeah. like, yeah. in our everyday American lives. Yeah. Just it's like, it's like, careful, the winds are shifting. So that means the pterosaurs might be out today. So take the subway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they could have taken a cue from Godzilla. One of my favorite things in the later Godzilla movies is when they have the Godzilla alert system. Yes. Where it's yeah. Like, it's like, today, yeah. It's like, oh, the, today's like a, you know, an orange threat. So it might be around, but <laughs> yeah. you probably all right. You know, just oh, like, it's Godzilla they weather. could have used that. Yeah, there's, there's a 35% chance of Godzilla <laughs> attack will show up on your phone, <laughs> phone widget. Yeah. It's not even around here. Uh, you just get used to it the same way we've all become horrible people and you're like, God, ah, an Amber Alert, yeah, shut up. <laughs> I'm not even going to read you because I'm a monster. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Don't bother me. Um, but so what happened in between now? Everybody knows about it. Uh, John Hammond is been sued a bunch a new swiss corporation called the grendel corporation uh has taken over isla nublar i hate yeah. saying that name out isla nublar. <laughs> out loud um and they have claimed that they've eradicated all the dinosaurs but apparently have offered no proof of it um also real si- side side thing real quick i always wanted uh weird al to do a, a parody of uh, La Isla Bonita by Madonna, but have it be about La Isla Nubar. <laughs> but then he did Hit uh, him up. That, well, then he did, uh, you know, Park. MacArthur Park, Jurassic time. Park. Yeah. still time. Yeah. Do they, yeah, they don't mention Isla Sorna at all, though. Then, no, right? that's, I feel one? like, yeah, that's I feel like yeah. this one is Halloween. sunk. The, yeah. the franchise a little bit. Um, but then we cut to our new hero, Mr. Nick Harris, who's a rugged mercenary and it's kind of that classic bit where he's between gigs hanging out on the beach drinking mm-hmm. stuff and then one of his old buddies almost like the beginning of commando or whatever this guy overton shows up to be like hey i got a job for you um and then then we get john hammond sir richard attenborough presumably mm-hmm. back um for his one scene in the movie which i thought about including here and having us read through it but it's like a Five nah. page mm-hmm. dialogue scene, but only if we could do a good Attenborough, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, now this is what's looping back to the first movie because I, I don't know about you guys, but I remember it drove me nuts as like a kid that I felt they set up so hard what the sequel was going to be in the first one, which was Wayne Knight's character Nedry losing the Barbasol mm-hmm. shaving cream can with all the embryos in it, and we see it get covered in mud. Yeah. And I guess Spielberg's thing was always like, no, it getting covered in mud meant no one was ever going to find it. And yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. Why close that door? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's back, baby. Uh, <laughs> Which is weird because the uh, you know the guys that made the Walking Dead, uh, the, you know the adventure game, the Telltale you, games. Yeah, Telltale, they did a Jurassic Park game, and that was the plot of that as well. It just it makes was, so it, much it was sense. Somebody going back, going back to the island to go get the barbasol can. Hmm. But unlike this, it took place the next day. Oh. Yeah, because it was only in supposed the movie, to last. They say like, it only lasts thirty six yeah. hours, which was another which one. Is like a bizarre thing in this because he also, I mean, he screws up a couple. Of, he says it's deodorant. It was shaving cream. Mm-hmm. I think we all know that. <laughs> Unlike just John Sales. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's interesting that they, they even cannibalized that element for something because you know, like yeah. a lot of the stuff got ended up getting used in some way or the other. Well, it's back, and Mr. Nick Harris is sent to uh, storm the island and get it. And it's one of those things where it happens so fast, you realize, like, oh, so this movie's about 
something else, which yeah, is great. Yeah, because yeah, they go back instantly. to the islands three movies in a row. <laughs> yeah, which mm-hmm. I definitely felt like by the third one, I was like, let's open this up, guys. Which mm-hmm. not a huge fan of the Jurassic World movies, but I'll at least give them that they like. They're they're moving along a little bit faster yeah. and getting off the island. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he goes back. They find Wayne Knight's skeleton. Uh, <laughs> he gets attacked by some dinosaurs. Kind of the weirdest random tangent scene in this whole movie is he gets attacked by. I wrote down the description. They're called uh, excavate excavaptors. Hmm. Uh, I think it's like excav- portmanteau of excavation and yeah. raptors. Uh, then they call them diggers. diggers yeah. They're described as jet black, ruby-eyed. These creatures are bow-legged with huge mole-like digging claws <laughs> at the end of their powerful forelimbs. And they, like, dig around holes in the ground. And anyway, then they, like, attack him. Well, what's cool about this scene is that he finds the can using, like, a metal detector. Finds the metal detect. I mean, he finds the can, and then he gets, like, surrounded by, like, Grendel's guards, like this little military unit. And then they end up during the middle of the... Well, it's one of those classic, like, there's a dinosaur behind you, like, yeah. that won't yeah. work, senor. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a, it, it starts like an insane, like, 20-page action yeah, sequence on the island with right. him popping, like, freaking dinosaurs in the neck with and a gun. And, and the dinosaurs are, like, eating the soldiers. And it's total dino crisis if you ever played yeah, that game. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's an action scene unlike we've really ever seen in these movies where it's like a full-blown like action movie sequence yeah. as opposed to a giant monster sequence. He's diving, he's running, yeah. he's shooting. I mean, it's just like, it's like something like you'd get Bruce Willis to do back Because the only gunplay we ever really saw in the other movies... Was them sticking the guns inside the well, crate, Well, it was more right? like yeah. it was both one and two had like big game hunter characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they all get wiped out. Like, yeah, and they don't, they don't, they don't not really like, a lot of our shooting. Our heroes are always kind of nerds until, yeah, high until Chris Pratt, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah, but it starts off, he arrives on the island, he's got like a shotgun, he's got like some guns. It, like I said, it's like a video game. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty It's pretty dope. I well, like and this the leads, setup. I think the ending of the sequence, the coolest part, and clearly Universal thought it was cool since they used it as the beginning, essentially, of Jurassic World 2, where he... It's supposed to be picked up by a plane, mm-hmm. and the what is it called? The Chronosaurus, which is the big, oh, like, the big, swimming yeah. dinosaur from yeah. Jurassic World 1 and yeah. 2, uh, jumps up and, like, bites off the end of the plane. Yes. And then at the pilot gets eaten, and then another helicopter another shows, shows up, up. which <laughs> very convenient. There's a convenient. lot of guys that are after this camp. <laughs> but then that's where he's like dangling from the ladder, and yeah. it jumps up and tries to bite him, but misses. And, and then actually, he jumps out of that helicopter. That's a cool <laughs> scene. Yeah, actually, the Chronosaurus is, is left over from part three. They were going to use it in part three, and last minute they pulled it out, and then they inserted it into this draft, and then it oh. eventually made it into Jurassic oh, wow. World. Yeah, it was supposed to be... I don't know. There's lots of weird reading interviews of part three. Like there was supposed to be this mysterious helicopter sequence at the ending. One guy said, and then Joe Johnson said they were going to do the sequence in the movie, but they just couldn't last minute. They pulled it. Man. Poor Chronosaurus. Imagine yeah. this agent was, calling was, him at yeah. home. And they're like, they, it happened again, they bumped you out of the <laughs> script again. Yeah. <laughs> they say they're going to put you in the next yeah, one. Though. Next one. They've heard that before. Um, yeah. And then somebody just referenced that he, uh, 
<laughs> Wait, is this the same helicopter? Yeah, yeah he, no, he captured by Grendel. Can, who also take him. Yeah. Uh, then he jumps out of that one. He like, punches the guy and, and grabs like, the barbersaw Like the helicopter hand. tries to kill everybody on the beach for some reason. Well, I love that when he falls <laughs> out of so the helicopter, insane. the people on the beach applaud because they think <laughs> it's some kind of like <laughs> stunt show. show. Yeah. Yeah. And I could see that, though. It's yeah. such a well... Yeah, well-rounded so, scene. This movie's insane before they get to the dinosaurs yeah. <laughs> with, with battle armor. Well, like, at this point, we've still not really reached what I would describe. Like, if you yeah, just asked me to prologue. describe this movie in, like, 30 seconds, I probably wouldn't have said any of this no. stuff that <laughs> happened so far. Yeah, because the beach scene, like, when he falls out of a helicopter, it's like page 36, which is almost, which is pretty much 35 minutes into the movie. Yeah. And, like, all 35 minutes in the movie, we had pterodactyl attack. We had freaking soldiers shooting raptors in the neck. And you like got attacked by another mo- another group of dinosaurs on the island also. Like, the, uh, yeah. Oh, the, the, the spitting ones. Yeah, the oh, spin- yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like... Spitters. It's diggers like, and the spitters. <laughs> and the, but now then there's kind of just a bunch of mucking. But basically, him getting away from Grendel... Only an excuse so we can hide the Barbasol can and notify Overton, his buddy, yeah. uh, that he's doing that. And then he just immediately gets recaptured by Grendel. And then he wakes up in a castle in the Swiss Alps. <laughs> wait, um, wait. Like a medieval castle. <laughs> like, yeah. He, it's even described as oh, like... thinks we're all putting him on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, Did oh, you count on me not reading this? it's described in the script as like, kind of looks like a theme yeah, park. Yeah, he thinks he's in like the, the, like the Lego medieval castle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, like we it's see like Nick... Cas- How far... Wait, what island? Are they he's on in a hotel room? They don't watch no, 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 no. They're in Switzerland. No, no, no. Swiss Alps. But like before this... They were on Nubar when he gets picked up by the helicopter, then they fly him somewhere to the coast of South America, they which is where like a normal okay. beach. Yeah. Yeah. Enters his stunt show. And then from South America, he gets all knocked out. Like a Simpsons yeah. episode where like all this crazy stuff happens in the first five minutes and just to get to the real. Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's just like that. It's all the it's Act like, One where they get a swimming pool <laughs> and Bart breaks his leg apps? and it becomes yeah. a rear window parody for the rest of the episode. Yeah. Well, it says in the script, Mill pool. We, we no. see we see Nick's head pop out through the window of a stone tower at the corner of a medieval castle on the mountainside in the Swiss Alps. And yeah, and there's actually, and there are two yodelers, you know? <laughs> yeah, just yeah. so you know. Yeah. Was that a Germanic castle? No, 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 <laughs> listen. No, no. It's, it's a Swiss castle. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then, yes, yeah, so then we kind of meet a bunch of characters. I'll try to highlight. There. So there's <laughs> Joyce, who works for the guy named Baron Von Drax, mm-hmm. oh, who's that's, the- That's a real first draft kind of name, uh, evil yeah. name. <laughs> Before some executive was like, can we, we can beat this <laughs> name, right? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Baron Evil, basically, yeah. who owns the castle. Uh, Joyce, so this you can see really led into Jurassic World Two. Tracks. It's very much of, like it's like wow, that's an old portrait. That also kind of looks like you, Baron. <laughs> that's, uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> that have to be some sort of a human immortal. Uh, immortal. There is something about that about his DNA later, isn't it? He's yeah. like, I'm the twenty third Baron von Tracks. <laughs> 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 Seriously, you gotta read this. But this is very much like Jurassic World 2, where there's the kind of like middle management jerk who yeah. used to know Bryce Dallas Howard working for, um, who's the actor who plays the old rich guy in Jurassic World 2? That's, uh, from Babe. Was it Cromwell? Yeah, yeah. Mm. James Cromwell. Not, wait. From Babe. Yeah, James Cromwell. Babe. Yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, Oscar winner Babe. That'll do. <laughs> um, 
But uh, and we get a lot of stuff we see in Jurassic World too. They have a bunch of dinosaurs in a dungeon. Uh, we got the Ankylosaurus, who's the kind of big armored tank dinosaur that has like a wrecking ball for a tail. The one that attacked Julian Moore, right? In yeah. Lost World. Yeah. Um, and then we meet our other important characters are Maya, who's who's basically they. Chris Pratt's character from Jurassic World, you can tell they took Maya, who's the behavioral modification doctor here, and has like a special mm. relationship. She's basically a big cat tamer is how yeah. she mm. equates herself. But they clearly took her, you know, raptor tamer, but then mushed her together with Nick, who's, you know, the kind of big tough guy to yeah. make Chris Pratt's character. Uh, there's also a guy named Sherman whose job is like pumping chemicals into the uh, dinosaurs. And I guess I'll just read this. So we have a, I, I can't fucking say this name, Dino. Dionysius. Dionysius? Yeah. Who's which a new is, kind of raptor. Yeah, which I was reading the whole, until I finally looked it up, and I'm like, oh, it's a raptor. It's another kind of raptor. I was like, raptor. like, what is this dinosaur? So from Why, this where point forward, I'm just going to say raptor, so yeah. I don't have to try to pronounce that right. name every Sales time. Sales is just trying to sound smart. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, but they explain, <laughs> they're doing some crazy gene splicing, like people can't yeah. seem to resist doing in the Jurassic Park franchise, and he explains that they took a section of DNA from the egg-stealing raptor, uh, Ornitholestes. I thought you weren't going to say the dinosaur name anymore. a different. Yeah, no, I regret. <laughs> I regretted starting that one. An egg stealing from an egg stealing raptor. Paul James Simpson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Got a little OJ DNA. Yeah. To lengthen the four legs and give them more dexterity with their fingers, a section from the domestic dog that seems to foster obedience and receptivity to training, and a small section of human DNA, because why wouldn't you, that we hope will increase their problem-solving ability and not lead to any negative side effects. Um, Humans, by and large, real, real reliable. And then I also love that they don't say anything about a chameleon, but then moments later they're like, oh yeah, and they can change color now too. Which also got reused for Jurassic World, the idea of just yeah. making shit up, like whenever you need the plot, whenever it happens. Exactly. You know, oh, the plot BT-dubs, you guys. They have, to have also... tracking devices. So they have tracking devices. Yeah. <laughs> and they just randomly spread wings. At some yeah. No, they don't. But... <laughs> They're like the girl from the Dark Crystal. Um, <laughs> Did they make a sexy raptor? Is it a Gremlins 2 situation? <laughs> Smart <Vegetable> raptor. raptor. <laughs> Electricity raptor. It's just in that, the movie. That in the Jordan movie. Peele character from the yeah. Key Peele just comes in and like, all right, you need more dinosaurs. <laughs> and you know, that wouldn't have been totally out of place because this is when the movie be cut. Like, it was kind of fun before. Now yeah. it gets awesome. Oh, wow. Because now yeah. this is what the movie's about is they're basically like, yeah, we're like training all these raptors using like, like they have like, electrodes or something on them so they can pump them full of different like hormones and stuff uh, to be like you know we want you to do that we don't want you to do that and they're like we need you Nick Harris to help train these Uh, there's some funny implication of like you know what happened to the guy before him we're not sure well we found one of his shoes that kind of thing (laughs) he ran away yeah (laughs) we assume he just left Um, and uh, so and then it, so basically they, they want to create this like predator style group of commando yeah. dinosaurs mm. to send off on missions as you would. Yes. Um, Very universal soldier, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like it's a lot it's Bride of the Monster as well. Yeah. It's- <laughs> and I'd like to read through a scene here, which is uh Nick training they're they're training them specifically for one rescue mission where they're gonna go uh <laughs> 
a, a little girl named Isabel has been captured and held hostage. But I love this. This is... that's when you call in mercenaries when a little girl's <laughs> yeah, in need of help. Exactly. Uh, and so right now, the beginning of this scene, in the context, the the Raptors all have a name that's just like X one, X two, or whatever. And we so it's exterior Valley Day. Nick stands before the five X's who are lined up outside the chute, staring at him. Sherman, portable radio control in hand, and Maya stand behind him. Behind them are Joyce, Zeiss, and a dozen of Von Drax's mercenaries, <laughs> armed and wary. Everybody is wearing one of the pheromone armbands. Oh yeah, they have an armband that releases a pheromone, so the Raptors supposedly won't attack you. Um, I'm sure that'll work out great. Uh, Nick is in drill sergeant mode now, standing at parade rest and calling. Out. Any soldier worth his pay has a name to answer to, not a number. Even the most sniveling little lapdog answers to its names. Zeiss! Sir? Zeiss? 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 Yeah. Zeiss! Sir? See what I mean? Nick walks slowly <laughs> along the line of X's from highest to lowest. Achilles! Hector! <laughs> Perseus! Orestes! He pauses in front of X1, the biggest and most uneasy looking of the group, considers Spartacus. <laughs> he turns to address the humans. You will learn these names from this moment forward. We'll, and from this moment forward, we'll not fail to refer to and address the warriors by them. Only three members of the team will be chosen for the mission at hand, but all will be trained for it. He looks specifically at Maya. From now on, and this is very important. All military directives will be given by me and by me only. Is that understood? Oh, so good. I just love this. It's like, like Gerard Butler you're going yeah. like, It's like Inglorious Bastards yeah. introduction. Yeah. They're all standing no. in a line. And... Scouts. Yeah, yeah. This begins a great Raptors training scene. Yeah, there's a whole, yeah. whole, whole training scene. They like ambush uh, a fake bunker with dummies inside and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then one of the exes just like, it's like, jumps up on his friend and then they laugh, a Raptor laugh. And they see they're still having fun. They're becoming more of a team. That yeah. Way. Well, here, we can even when, read. Do they, when do they go to a bar and sing, You've Lost That Love and Feeling? <laughs> oh, just wait for it. No. <laughs> Um, we'll even, let's read the end of this, this very long sequence, so right. we can't read the whole thing, but it's yeah. pretty great. So this is the very end of it here. Spartacus lifts his snout, catching the scent. He makes a deep grunt, and the others join him, looking at a smallish shed made of corrugated metal. They split up, each taking a different spot to surround the shed. Observers. That's it, fellas. Triangulate. <laughs> Spartacus. <laughs> Hold on, I can make that okay, you can... more, more sexy. That's it, fellas. <laughs> Triangulate. <laughs> Spartacus opens his jaws and makes another ultrasound. And then three charge in yes. unison. Wham! Arrestes heads butts oh, through the yeah. front door. <laughs> Smash! Oh. Perseus hops feet first through the side window. Crunch! Spartacus oh, hits yeah. the opposite side, punching his forearms through the corrugated metal and ripping a huge section of the wall away. Pap, 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 pap. Oh, blam, yes, blam, blam, yes. blam, 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 blam. Test dressed like the kidnapper and holding weapons are triggered to open up firing loud bursts of blank ammo. The raptors rip through the dummies, weapons and body parts flying, dispatching a quartet of them in seconds. They turn on the last dummy, Orestes about to take a bite, then freezing. It is the dummy of a small girl, dressed like Isabel in the video. Orestes sniffs, knocking the dummy over on its side. Spartacus grunts and Orestes moves away. The alpha raptor steps in, sniffs, and gently takes the dummies in its claws. 
observation blind. Joyce is ecstatic. Oh, wait, ecstatic. Yeah, wait sorry. Oh, sorry. He takes the dummy and then writes, he puts he, it he back writes it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it right like, there I'm you sorry. go. There you go, little <laughs> dummy. <laughs> Joyce is ecstatic. That was spectacular. Even with the kidnappers loaded up and on full alert. Thin walls, no corridors go down. To go they're down. ready. <laughs> sure, they're ready to take on an army of dummies. Flesh and blood kidnappers, though. Ready or not, the payoff is scheduled for Thursday. We go tomorrow. Joyce climbs out of the bunker. Nick is not pleased with the hurry up. (sighs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Has any evil character in a movie ever waited long enough to test his shit out before, like, moving to the next stage? No, it's always (laughs) always like, let's do it. Not ready yet. What can go wrong? (laughs) Um, So then we won't, won't read any of it because you basically get the idea, but they have a whole big... They successfully save Isabel, and there's a whole big crazy action sequence of them fighting real bad guys and whatnot. (laughs) Just like a war movie scene. It's pretty insane. I think one raptor punches through a window or something. (laughs) It's just like... uh. I don't know if it was in that excerpt, but at some point... It just killed me. I had to actually stop reading for a few minutes because, like, Nick is questioning the 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 logic of this, you know, idea, and he's like suggesting different things besides sending dinosaurs yeah. in to save a little girl. <laughs> and at one point, he's just like, "They're like, we don't even know where she is." So like, it's like, so they're gonna use the dinosaurs to track. He's like, "Well, why not use one dinosaur to like sniff her out, fine, and then send in commandos?" And they're like, "No, she's in the middle of the room." There could be crossfire. <laughs> it's too dangerous <laughs> to risk a firefight. So it's just like, uh, so the dinosaurs, dinosaurs yeah, are the sending only in five dinosaurs. When, when does Nick say, they took our jobs? <laughs> <laughs> Lousy dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs coming and taking all the mercenarying. Well, they do the rescue mission. Goes great. So naturally, it's like, well, we did it. Now time to sell these to the government. Like, so there's a little bit again from Jurassic World too. Yeah. And uh, did they bid? Like, didn't one guy get a dinosaur for like a million dollars? That's what I thought. Yeah. Jurassic World <laughs> doesn't like, seem like that. Ex- seems them, like yeah. they should be worth more. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and they're bidding. Like, so, yeah. so the bid was lower. It's like, yeah, ten grand. Well, you know guy, what? Because they're not they're not purebloods by then. They're yeah. Purebreds. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so I was gonna say that guy paid more for that Banksy painting that then <laughs> shredded itself <laughs> at the end of the auction. Uh, I'd rather have a dinosaur. Um, that will shred you. <laughs> so now there's another mission, and for this next mission, they're going to invite like you know milit generals from around the world and rich people. Um, they do a much like this time they do another test run, and now they're like we the raptors aren't enough. They're going to add two spitters who are named Casper and Pollux. Is that another thing of nicknaming them as he loves doing? Um, but that one doesn't go well. Uh, of one of the like guys in the training thing gets killed, but oh, their yeah. Joyce yeah. is just like whatever. People, people <laughs> die. Stuff happens. I'm realizing like, Baron von Drax is a better name for any of these dinosaurs than what they gave them. <laughs> yeah. What's awesome about the spitters is that they're good at um, spitting that muck at surveillance cameras. Oh what? Yeah. That happens. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're even gonna get to it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm I know, that's cool. that's what, we're yeah. just teeing people up. Yeah. Um, they put on hoodies. If you're wondering <laughs> why there's spitters gonna be involved, you know. And they set up one of those loops so like yeah. the cameras like speed. <laughs> and then meanwhile we're getting like a little bit of story that's kind of connected to the yeah. beginning of the movie because yeah. the whole time it's like they want Nick to train the dinosaurs but they also want him to tell them where 
Yeah, they still the, need the, the shaving can. cream can is yeah. that has the stuff in it. And he's like, all right, I'll give it to you if you let Maya go. Because we also realize that Maya like doesn't like being there, but feels if she tries to leave, they're just going to shoot her in the back yeah. of the head, which they probably would. Mm-hmm. Or they'd send the raptors after her. That's true. Um, she gets in her car and a raptor pops up and like garrets her around yeah, the just, uh, <laughs> Gets a Slim Jim, opens yeah. up the window. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like the, it's like in Shawshank where they, they tell that guy, uh, like with the Tommy or whatever, like, oh, like, yeah. like oh, you'll, you'll testify? Sure. And then the, like, the yeah. warden nods at a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> clever girl. Wait, what would you say? No, nothing. I said, you said clever girl. Is a dinosaur going to come and eat me? Um, so that's going on. We see the Grendel people going to pick up the Barbasol can, but then we also see Overton like lurking around the corner, who was Nick's friend. So you're kind of like, hmm, Nick is up to something. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it is. And then we get to our big, super insane action extravaganza. Oh, now we finally Andy. got there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. I've been waiting. Waiting for the action yes. extravaganza. Waiting for the action. Um, kind of cash so far. If you've been waiting for dinosaurs <laughs> yeah. to go on missions, then you're going to get some more. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now they're in whatever Latin American country. Yeah. There's some, I'm forgetting what his name is. I don't remember if I wrote it down. Uh, like some drug cartel jefe yeah. uh, who they're going to attack but then they also realize during the sequence that it's like they're just working for some other drug cartel <laughs> who made them the best offer to send in their their dinosaurs so it's so we got our our uh, we got our raptors we've also got our two diggers um, and we've also got the ankylosaurus is now part of our awesome commando squad you know what I've noticed in. the only park in this entire movie so far, has just been the baseball field in the cold yeah. open. <laughs> None of this takes no, place no. in any yeah, they park, just, they really. Just the, they just the island, the park, everything in the first 20 minutes. Yeah. It's and gone. there's no characters. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. so unrelated to the other movies. Now it's, it's like it's Herculoids. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like full on. Uh, okay, and now for this here, uh, we'll read this last scene, and then when it ends, I'm going to read an abridged version of all the awesome dinosaur stuff from the climax. But so the context of this is where there's like a room that all the generals and rich guys and our bad guys and Nick are like hanging out watching what the raptors are doing on like monitors and stuff. Also, we'll be cutting back to like the dinosaur POV in Latin America. (laughs) Um, But so here, one of the monitors, one of... On most of the monitors, we see images too dark or fuzzy to interpret. Suddenly on one, we see the cargo door of a transport aircraft slide open, and the camera is launched into open air as its bearer jumps out. Another and another of the monitors show the same image, open sky, then bits of jungle below. What? What is the big deal? Dropping weapons from plane? Uh, he's Russian. <laughs> yeah, what's your accent? I'm sorry. My accent's changed every time I've read a line. Yeah. I don't know what else is this time. The collective gasp on one monitor. It's Orestes suspended from a parachute swings into frame. <laughs> that, gentlemen, is the big deal. The sky is full of parachutes floating earthward with the dinosaurs hanging from them. That's right, parachuting dinosaurs. It's like a band of brothers. We tilt to Nick, who shakes his head in amazement, then speaks into the headset. Squad form and proceed to target. You're on your own, fellas. 
<laughs> he gets out of the ATV, shoots a last look at the sky, and then motors away down the logging road. Sky, Spartacus. We drift down, shooting past Spartacus towards the clearing under the canopy of the chute. His powerful legs easily take up the shock of the landing. Pop! The buckles of his chute harness separate with a small explosion in the harness followways. John Sills is turning himself I, on I, with some I, of these descriptors. His like, <laughs> <laughs> sexy thick Spartacus <laughs> stepping away from it. We see other Spartacus squad members daddy. making similar landings in the background. The spectators are the spectators are amazed as they watch, monitor, captured on another creature's camera. We see Casper hang up in a tree at the edge of the clearing, shoot snagged on the branches. I must inform you that this is the first jump our operatives have t- undertaken. <laughs> He's just like, don't worry, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this poor guy. Pop! The harness releases and Casper falls a few feet before snatching a branch with its tail and then swinging to grab the trunk of the tree before shimmying down quick as a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> but as you see, they are somewhat more resilient than conventional forces. He he, 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 he only emphasized the sill part of resilience. Yeah, <laughs> and also he said shinny-ing yeah. with ends instead, instead of shimmy-ing. Uh, yeah. uh, exterior clearing. The squad quickly melts into the jungle at the far end of the clearing. Uh... Take a sip of water here before. <laughs> Moving on. Shit's about to get real, you guys. Man, oh man, oh <laughs> Exterior jungle day. The raptors move rapidly through the thick jungle. Spartacus in the lead stops to sniff the air. The others freeze behind him, alert. Spartacus makes a low grunt and Casper and Pollux move forward. The others... The others follow the two spitters more slowly now. Pollux, the spitter take the splitter slinks onto his belly close to the ground, <laughs> head low, barely disturbing the underbrush. Suddenly he pops his head up and shwak spits, and we whip pan as splat. The black mucus glob hits the lens of a surveillance camera mounted oh. in a tree. So good. <laughs> Two outer perimeter screens are suddenly black on the surveillance console. A narco guard stands looking over his shoulder of the baffled desk man. Um, Cut to another scene. Exterior jungle. A perimeter guard is is walking out sentry at the edge of the jungle, pacing, listening. He stops by a tree, pulls out a cigarette, and lights it. Suddenly, a spitter swings down inches from his face, hanging upside down from the branch by its tail. It's like a Rambo move. And snap, grabs the startled man's face in its jaw. Several of the raptors pass the grisly scene, hopping like kangaroo over two-foot-high tripwire strung between the trees. With those legs of theirs. Yeah. (laughs) We let the squad wait, we let the squad exit frame hold a beat. Then Spartacus and Perseus move to materialize from the jungle before our eyes. Their chameleon-like camouflage and ability to freeze still so effective that we were staring at them all the while. Had no idea. They move in opposite <laughs> directions. Two machine guns. It's like it's almost like he wants to put in the, into the script a uh, hold for applause. Yeah. Hold for a standing <laughs> ovation in every theater across the country. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay, this is my favorite part. <laughs> All right, no, no, so there's just a bunch more. It's just like them attacking and taking out guards. It's like in Commando and Arnold storming. Is this the part with the hot tub? Yes. Yes, okay. Jacuzzi room. Yeah, yeah. I skipped over that because there's a lot of dialogue in Spanish that I don't want to embarrass myself Too late. trying to say. All right, exterior compound, prisoner corral. All around we hear sporadic gunfire and human screams as Spartacus kills the guard in front of a fenced-in area, then clang, tears the gate off its hinges. 
A couple dozen prisoners kidnapped by the narcos cower against the black fences or back fences. Spartacus steps in, roars, then lowers his head to sniff the petrified occupants. A woman says in Spanish, it's the end. It's the end of the world. Spartacus straightens, roars again, and exits. And a few of the prisoners fall to their knees and give thanks to their salvation. Because uh, you think about it, these guys have no idea what's going on. They get kidnapped and like, yeah, they get saved dinosaurs. by dinosaurs. Yeah. I'd pledge allegiance. Yeah, yeah it's just like, oh, our new gods, yeah. I would dinosaurs. just be like, you know, I'm staying here. I don't yeah. know what the hell's going on out there. I told you the world was run by lizard people. <laughs> uh, there's all sorts of awesome stuff of Ankylosaurus running around and smashing stuff yes. with his, like, he big tail. up the drug lab. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, ah, him into the drug drugs. Lab. <laughs> you know what's weird about this script? There's no T-Rex at all. No. There's no big... The mm. Ankylosaur is, like, the big dinosaur that they got. There's no... I kept I waiting I, for it to pop I kept, up like, at every, some every, point. When I was reading, I was like, oh, now I can see why they didn't use it. Like, every five pages yeah, or something, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And that was probably the big one, I think, is that they just did not have that sort of iconic big, hmm. you know, for marketing or even whatever. Well, like, even when they did know. that in Jurassic uh, World, uh, like, it's it felt... Like it's like they had the T Rex, they're like, Oh wow, T Rex and they're like yeah. and there's a bigger one. You're like, Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. and a big shark yeah. one too. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, bigger Death Star. Great. Yeah. By the way, I was yeah. positive while watching Jurassic Park three until they got out of the movie and looked it up in the internet. I'm like, they just made that dinosaur up. It looks so <laughs> oh, dumb. Dinosaur, yeah. Why did they make it look so dumb? Apparently yeah. it was a real dinosaur, yeah, yeah. but and as far as we you, know. And if it swallowed a cell phone, you'd be able to hear it. Yeah. Oh yeah? Yeah. Joe Johnson said in an interview that, you know, in 2004, they wanted to go in a completely different direction and take it away from the island and take it away from the T-Rex. It's a great story. And I sort of hope Spielberg will direct it. So I think that's this version. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, and then to wrap things up. So uh, they succeed and all our bad guys are coming in. Meanwhile, uh, Grendel finds out that Nick swapped out the Barbasol can for, I don't know where they got these embryos, fake embryos to put in there. Yeah, it was like frogs. Uh, So they're going to (laughs) like... But then also, meanwhile, the raptors, once they succeeded, they start smashing their own like uh, shoulder cams and Mm. pulling out all the like stuff the scientists put on them so they they can't track them anymore. And they attack all the bad guys and kill all of them. Nick's fights with Joyce, Mm. wins. Um, and then they're going to kill Nick and Maya, but Maya pulls some Chris Pratt moves yeah. on him, and they're like, all right, <laughs> you're cool. You're cool. Yeah. You guys are one of the good ones. <laughs> and they go off into the jungle. We have the kind of standard thing of like, how long? Because they have the same thing where the dinosaurs like aren't supposed to be able to survive without yeah. like insulin or whatever. Yeah, so they're that reliant was the on the humans. Yeah, it was something yeah. in the first movie. But, but they're just like, yeah, well, yeah, I guess whatever. we'll see what happens. <laughs> Nick reveals that the real can was sent to John Hammond. Yeah. Whose, whose plan was going to basically was Mira Servino's plan from Mimic, where he wants to make like <laughs> sterile dinosaurs to mate with the ones oh, rampaging. Yeah, the yeah, the so they, thing, yeah. they can't have babies mm. and they'll just die out. But I mean, life I like will find a way. John, yes, John's had know. a complete 180. So yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the part three, I mean, where else do you take? I mean, because it's only a few years after part three they're messing with this. So, yeah. I mean, you got to, I mean, they, they were trying at least something completely different. Yeah, I think and, three, I mean, maybe part of the reason three didn't do as well, besides, you know, not being directed by Spielberg, uh, it was just so similar to two. It's just like, oh, we're going to this Isla, which one was it? Sorna? The second one, yeah. Yeah. 
Isla, Isla. So Nublar was the, where the park was. Yeah. Yeah, so two and three were on Sona. So it's like another rescue mission to the same island, and it's just like, all right, we got to do something mm-hmm. to mix it up because mm-hmm. clearly audiences are you know, losing interest. Well, what's interesting clearly happened after this because this draft is available <laughs> online, mm. and it gets shared around a lot, but I feel like nobody's actually read it because it's usually paired in like articles with the fact that there were supposed to be these human dinosaur yeah. hybrids in it. And that's not in it. No. I kept waiting for that to show up. Me too. Like, yeah, because like, yeah, you guys can see there's some, oh, wow, some fun that. artwork yeah, that was released online. And they're supposed to have guns. At oh, some they, you point. know, it looks like uh, the one before uh, kind of has um, Chaka. Looks like uh, Chaka from uh, uh, Land of the Lost. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite yeah. one is. Uh, this weird triceratops. Oh, that just wow. looks like, like a, a, something from like Heavy Metal magazine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they always, they always. Dark Souls boss. Yeah. <laughs> whenever you see these drawings, they always put it to this draft, which it isn't. And yeah. I, I found the concept artist wrote on Instagram, this is an old design I made of a humanoid dino man for the failed pitch for the ever so dead JP4. Joe Johnson and I sat in a room and I drew while he talked. So maybe hmm. there isn't even a draft of this. Yeah. You know, it just Never seems like maybe he was just... just looking for ideas, maybe. And... Yeah. Yeah. And we'll so... post these pictures on our Instagram and Twitter feeds if people want to see them. Uh, yeah. And then it's just, this kind of kept languishing for years after this. Yeah. It kept... Yeah. It just kept going and going. Like, um, um, I mean, I'll just do it really quick. There was just... There was um, the director of The Crow was attached. Alex Proyas. At one point, and then he dropped off. And I guess um, Sales did like two drafts of this, and then it just kept bouncing to different writers. And then eventually uh, Mark uh, Pro- Protosevich, who wrote Thor and I Am Legend, had a crack at it in 2011. And then in 2012, uh, Rick Jaffa and Amanda Silver of, um, what was it, the... Uh, the planet, of the, the second Planet of the Apes. They had a they had a swing at this, and Spielberg gave them the instructions to kind of stick it in the park again. Mm. And then that's when Colin Trevorrow came in in 2013 and stepped away from their draft and started his own. And he did mention in one interview that he did read this John Sales draft. Mm. So. I mean, I guess I mean, it definitely took a lot of yeah, elements yeah, the, of it. He's allowed to between right? the two and uh, that yeah. game too. I think yeah. that they, they definitely used as much of this as they could. I think without mm-hmm. having to pay yeah. sales again. Yeah. It's like they used a lot of the big picture ideas. Yeah. that yeah, there's yeah. like a group who wants to train them as soldiers. Yeah, there's, and there's named a, raptors. There's and there's a raptor whisperer. Who yeah, can... yeah. <laughs> yeah and it was like we talked about Night Skies and ET and. And it was like John Sales planted all these seeds in Night Skies that became E.T. It seems like the same thing here. He plants all these seeds that eventually were picked up for the, and the latest even the, sequel. the Swiss mansion nonsense is kind of reused for the Part two. Mm-hmm. Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, like the Cromwell's mansion. And, that, and a lot of the movie takes place there, too. Oh yeah. Sorry that I was so blown away by the castle. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't see Jurassic World. Uh, I felt the same way reading it. I was like, yeah. I had to go back and be like, whoa, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah. Is he in like Disneyland? Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. happening? Like he actually, like yeah. think, I forget if it's a description or he says it, but he's like, am I in a theme park? And then yeah. like, he, at one point he just goes to his room and watches TV. Yeah. Like he's like, he's like watching a war movie and he's just like. It's called uh, executive time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just hanging out in Switzerland. Yeah, pretty much. But um, Yeah. Interesting movie, you guys. I like- wow, terrible dismount. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I found it. I mean, yeah. you can find it online. I, I do recommend reading it because it's a lot of fun. And 
I would have like, loved to have seen it. I would, yeah. I yeah, mean, I would have had a blast. a blast watching this movie. Yeah. I feel like yeah. John Sayles had a blast well, writing yeah. this. He was yeah. doing it's all his serious movies. Right? And, mm-hmm. Alligator's yeah. like legit good. It's mm-hmm. like he's, it's on paper. It sounds like the dumbest movie ever, and it's it's a B movie for sure. But it's like what I call a B plus movie, where it's like he put effort into it, and you love the characters, mm-hmm. and it's just like I want that. And you see a little bit of that John Sayles in here, like especially in the beginning, this humor, like the characters have some kind of banter. Nick with his old buddy and stuff, uh, and the guy that gets eaten at the plane. Uh, I forget his name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Darwin, I think his name is. Yeah. Really funny on itself. Um, and it's like, oh, the John Sayles who wrote Alligator doing a Jurassic Park movie would be phenomenal. And this is like half that, I would yeah. guess. But the other half is just this insane nonsense. <laughs> it's like it's part so four. fun what to you, watch. What are yeah. you going to look for in a movie? You just want, like, just go nuts. Yeah. Like, who cares at that point? That's why, like, I was kind of sad when they rebooted it with Jurassic World because I had heard the rumors of this movie. There was also yeah. rumors that they had, like, raptors carrying machine guns and stuff. And yeah, I'm just sure. like, yes. Let's. I mean, yeah. the fourth, uh, you know, Romero dead movie had yeah. zombies with machine guns. Yeah. And, and think about this coming out this summer of episode three, you know? That's right. It's like that's about when it was supposed to come out and it's like you know it's only a few years after three and it's you know yep. i mean they had it they were trying to go i'm trying to give them you know it's like they were trying to do something different you yeah. know i think play of the apes the new one did the trilogy right where each movie there's mm-hmm. less and less humans until the third one where there aren't any scenes with humans that don't also have an ape in it yeah and yeah. we get those long scenes that are all just like ape sign language yeah, subtitles yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was just on tv the other night i love yeah. i love that trilogy i thought it was and the, the third one is not the best one but it like, but it's good. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a nice ending. I just like yeah. that they kept digging in. I would have liked that. Yeah, just like let's follow all the dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's that well. There was great. one scene in Touch on where the after they they rescue the kidnapped girl, the raptors have a moment where they're trading war stories with each other, just with their. You don't see subtitles yeah, or anything. Yeah, yeah. It's just mentioned. <laughs> Raptor is telling they're all just war showing stories. their scars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was always kind of a little bit. I <laughs> yeah, thought exactly a weird element in the original movies that they kept acting like if one dinosaur gets off the island, it's like that's it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like it's like Ice Nine from Cat's Cradle, yeah. where it's just like one dinosaur is going to take over the world. But I'm like, well, let's follow it's a that lot logically. On that yeah. Shoulders. To like, that's yeah. what I'm hoping with Jurassic World. One pterodactyl three. comes out and becomes king of the world. What happened? Yeah, exactly. How do we let this happen? It's just sitting on a throne, a little <laughs> crown on. Yeah, it's he's in the White House. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. See, I'd watch that. Again, pterodactyl the, feces and all yeah. over the place. And they promise that again at the end of Fallen Kingdom for like the third time that the Dinosaurs. Yeah, where's our dino apocalypse? Yeah, yeah. Movie? including one like totally. There's one dinosaur that's like up on like a like a cliff, but he's overlooking what's basically ET, you know, wherever, mm-hmm. uh, or Poltergeist. What's the name of the town? Poltergeist. It looks exactly, yeah, Casey <laughs> yeah. Verde, whatever it's called. And I'm like, oh man, like yes, finally. But it's like I can't trust them at this point to actually follow. No, because they tricked yeah. us with the trailer because yeah, they yeah. used all that end of yeah, the movie yeah, that footage. Shark, that shark thing eating the the surfers was like the last shot of the movie or something. Yeah. Right? I, think, I think Josh explained it best on Twitter. He called it Jurassic House. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, so hopefully next time we'll yeah, get our dino apocalypse. Or if anyone Please, has a dino apocalypse, dino apocalypse. It's not sorry, that hard. sorry. <laughs> or if someone has the script with dino human machine guns, if it did exist, please. Yes, yeah, another way. Love to if read you it. have it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so where can people find you if they want to find you, Brian uh, and Jonah? At my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> usually. Your dress yeah. Out. I'm also at Jonah's house. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm at uh, I'm Brian W. Collins on Twitter and Instagram. I don't know why you follow me on Instagram, but 
if you wanted to. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, at Jonah Ray on uh, Twitter and Instagram, but I'd rather you follow me on Instagram yeah. than Twitter. Yeah. I'm not good at quips on the on Twitter. But you're good at pictures. I'm good at pics. Save the gold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you can find Steve and I both on Twitter and Instagram. And also, please follow the best new movies never made. That's where we're on, on Instagram. And we're, uh, I keep forgetting, at NeverMadeFilm on Twitter. Uh, we're new to this guy. Sorry. <laughs> um, but thanks for joining us at Best Movies Never Made. And if you're a fan of this podcast, you may want to check out Electric Surge's other podcasts, like the four movie like the 4.30 movie every Friday in which a group of writers and producers curate fantasy theme weeks of classic movies and Inglorious Trexperts, the only podcast for Star Trek fans with a life. Available every Saturday wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, a special thanks to Bill Ritter and everyone here at Electric Surge Network, including our producers Dean Devlin and Mark A. Altman. So until next time, this is Steven Scarlatta and Josh Miller saying we won't see you at the movies. This podcast is a production of the Electric Surge Network.